Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week, we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? Episode 58. Ryan, it's Tyler back Hello. again. Camera angle's feeling a little weird to me today. I it's, to yeah, it's coming, it's coming down a little bit. That's Shout right. out to everybody that's been watching on YouTube, doing the video version. Appreciate that. Hopefully you're enjoying it. It's been going all right. Yeah, views are pretty good. So hopefully you're enjoying uh, being able to see the, just adds, you know, body language, facial expressions, <laughs> Tyler's dirty ass hat. You know, you get all of that. <laughs> You get all of that on the YouTube version That's it. when you're following along with the video. So, That's it. hey, shout out to everybody that's just doing audio only on the podcast, too. We will take all of it. So, absolutely appreciate you tuning in. As always, a couple announcements closing in on the May 22nd picnic, little member appreciation picnic, Pearl Lake Park, Pavilion 3, 12 o'clock. Hope to see everybody there. Bring your family, bring your friends. We're going to play some games, Ooh. have some food, hang out, have a good time. So uh, hopefully we'll see you there. So make sure you let us know if you're coming to that. Also, pick up some of the hottest T-shirts and tanks we've ever dropped, baby. We're ripping off the Macho Man design. We got bright-ass colors just like Tyler likes wearing. We're bringing it to you. So Leechburg, Cheswick-specific shirts. Bright shirts, bright tanks. Sun's coming out. We got a little sun this week. A little bit. It's we coming. had rain there for about 10 days yeah. in a row. But yeah. um, wasn't a bad week to have a bunch of rain, recovering from the marathon. I didn't feel obligated to do anything besides yeah. running around like a slob, which is no, nice. So it was a good time. Grab a t-shirt, grab a tank. Summer's coming. You guys are getting some awesome results. So show off the guns and stuff uh, coming up here. So members picnic on the 22nd. T-shirts are available for another two weeks, I believe. So make sure you pick those up. So, Tyler, what's new, man? How are we doing? Well, you were there to witness it. I very, 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 very slowly started picking up on swimming. Is it too late? <laughs> A lot of people think it might be too late. But it's, it's, it's for sure too late. Like, Yeah, we're coming up quick. We, we got a, like a week and a half. And <laughs> Day until the picnic until uh the, the triathlon uh <laughs> yeah i think it's too late that's all right we'll keep working so may 23rd is our is our triathlon up at moraine um i know there's a way i, I messed with it over the weekend so i know how to do it there's a way i can share my garmin so people can can track me oh interesting the course I don't know if the chip system they use, if that has any type of tracking where people can kind of follow along with us, but maybe we'll let you know if you can, but that's coming up quick. That's coming up real quick. Yeah, so, it is much faster uh, than that. That'll get interesting. So, I mean, well, this weekend we're, we're going up Friday trial run, the Moraine <laughs> trial run. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, see we'll see how that goes. Other than that, uh, <laughs> I've gotten two strength training workouts in this week. Okay, they can uh, come back. Which is more than I've done in probably six and a half months. It's a little sad. Yeah, it is. It's good. It's very getting sad. back in there. It's very sad. I am. I'm definitely excited to uh, to get back in the strength training. So we get through the get through the triathlon. I'll continue to get back in. 
we'll hit Spartan, thankfully. Spartan race is just about finishing it, so it's not like I'm trying to do it under a time frame or whatnot. Yeah, you'll get in there. Although I'm trying to do hopefully not as many burpees as like it could be. What's that, the payoff if you can't do an obstacle? Yeah, if you uh if you can't do an obstacle, you gotta like go off the side. I think it's like it's either ten or like fifteen burpees that you gotta do. And then you gotta run to the next one. And then if you can't do that one, then you gotta do another ten to fifteen. You can rack up a lot of burpees. You can rack up a lot of there's thirty obstacles. Yeah, could get ugly. <laughs> so my goal is to do as least amount of burpees as possible. Um, but just finish. That's the biggest thing. That's what uh, we're all trying to do here. Yeah. But um other than that, I mean, we're we're doing all right. Slowly trying to up our game on things. Just very slowly. I even got an iPad today. Like yeah, that's big time. I don't. Um that's all right. Yeah, got back into some strength stuff too. Got some athletic stuff in there, getting back to not, you know, having daunting long runs hanging over my head. I've been able to, you know, concentrate on the lifting a little bit more, which has been enjoyable. It's something we've talked about on here in recent weeks. But uh, yeah, had something happen to me on Saturday that uh, I don't know that I care to admit. So do you, do you get planted under a bar? No, no oh, okay. never, never. I say um, that'd be, that, would, that would be tough. So I I had a package delivered to my house that oh, wasn't geez. for me. Right? Oh, so man. it was my address, but it was somebody else's name. So it wasn't like it was just two doors down that I could take it down. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I called yeah. the post office. I'm like, hey, listen, I got this package. What do I do with it? Because it's not for here. And it's it's the, it's my address, but it's not for anybody here. So they're like, I oh, just bring it to the post office. First of all, wasn't wasn't my issue. Now I'm being inconvenienced to have to drive this thing to the post office. Yeah, you can't. It's not the, even mine. You come get it. You, you can't know? put a note on it. Just leave it on the. That's what I'm saying. You come get it. Stupid. So maybe Ed, Ed, maybe give us some insight. <laughs> Call Plum Post Office and tell them that it, that is my job to bring this package from my house to the oh, post man. office. It's not for me. But anyway, <laughs> that's not the point of the story. So I'm walking into the post office. This lady. I got like old Brooks on. Mm. This lady goes, you a runner? Oh, man. I go, eh, try. She goes, you look like a runner. Dang. Oh. oh. I've been, that's like a gut shot to me, man. Dang. Like I, I went home, ate some chicken and some rice, lifted like <laughs> – I, this entire bring, time bring back the ego my entire my entire life is to not look like a runner and this she said she thought she was complimenting being nice she didn't realize she's stabbing me in my freaking heart Dang. telling me i look like a runner uh <laughs> everything i've been trying to avoid at all it all hit me man so that was a tough blow uh, that's Oh, that's a tough that one. was a tough blow on Saturday, and it seems like you know story for another day on what we might be getting into here in October. <laughs> but God. if I'm already looking like a runner, I might be in trouble oh, here. So we got God. some work to do. That was a little bit of a of an ego ego shot. I've uh, always prided myself on being a a lifter guy that was running, and that's more impressive to be heavier and run these distances and. Uh, she gave me a little, a little gut shot, but all, you know, we talked about earlier, all, all the rain. Do you feel like it's impossible 
to sync up an appropriate wiper speed for the amount of precipitation that's falling, no matter what? No, never. I feel like they're just off all the time. That's what I'm saying. It's either too quick, so you get that, like, squeak because there's yeah. not enough water. Yeah. Or too much builds up and you can't see shit. So, like, the whole time – I was doing a lot of driving in the rain last week because it was raining nonstop. <laughs> I feel like all I do the entire time is just adjust yeah. speeds on the interval. And I got, like, six different speeds, and none of them can, like – there's like five different interval ones and then there's like the steady slow and then the steady fast. Yeah. None of them were doing the job. That's tough. So then I get in that spot where like mine, if you flick it down, it just does like one. Mm -hmm. So now I'm basically like manually every single time on the wipers. And uh, I feel like at this point, like we can't get a speed in there that aligns a little bit better with the yeah, that level just of, like of precipitation here. Yeah. I usually end up just doing like, a manual like yeah real pain in the ass i just flip it just rotate it rotate it and look it's what i do every time yeah i just can't can't get anything synced up man so it's tough it was a tough week for that because it was raining uh non-stop so what yeah. do you got anything you better than let me down on the bit side of things here yeah bit side i haven't really been paying too much attention on things uh as of lately I've, just been trying to get life shit in order all right well i'll carry the show <laughs> that's about it i've just been trying to get life shit in order uh do you let me ask you this let me get your take on this then do you call anybody like randomly like just call them um i mean like just like a random just like hey i'd like to talk or just like if you needed like let's say you needed to ask your brother or something would you just call them or would you text them or would you text like, Hey, you got a minute for a call or like, do, like, do you ever just call somebody just like, I, I think for me, it depends on who it is. Most like if it's my brothers or something, I'll just like text them. But if it's like my mom or something, then I'll call her. Yeah. So I, I basically text everybody. I don't call anybody. I don't get called by anybody. And, um, I just so I had my, my point here is like because of that, when somebody just calls me out of the blue without like throwing off a text, throws you off. It's like I have like a heart attack. Like I'm like somebody's dead or something. Like so it just doesn't make any like so I've been conditioned that way partially because anytime somebody from work calls me, they're quitting. Anything else they text me. So that whenever I see somebody's name pop up, that kind of enters my head. But then also, so where this is coming from is yesterday. Never, never call Melissa. She never calls me. It just, it's a text. Unless it's something that needs a call. And then it's like, hey, you got a moment. Can I call or something? So yesterday we, we took Jordan and Ellie to back to daycare for the first time. And well, it's the first time Ellie's ever been there because she was born like right before COVID. And yeah. Jordan hasn't been there since then. So we started taking him back to daycare. So she's going to pick them up from daycare yesterday. And I knew this was around the time she was picking them up. Just calls me. Oh, man. So I'm like, she got there. Jordan's arms broken, dangling off his shoulder or something like something. It ended up being nothing. But the point is, like, it's just such a weird different time now where it's like. Oh, yeah. Somebody just randomly calls. You. Even like with Sandra or something, it's like, hey, can you call me? It's It's not. You know, like I always yeah. have to like I always have to like preface it with like, hey, can you give me a call when you get a chance? Like, 
nobody quit or died or anything. Like you, right. almost, you almost have to like yeah. preload that. Like it's not that big of a deal. It's nothing important. Just like it's just something easier to explain. With Quick a little question. Like, yeah, like hey, give me a call. Not urgent. Not a big deal. Yeah. So like when somebody does just randomly call, it's like something's on fire. Somebody's dead. It's like something like that. So yeah. I just get like the whole heart heart dropping yeah. um, in, into the into the stomach there. Which speaking of hearts dropping. Let's get into it, man. Yeah, man. We're excited. We've been hyping this up a little bit, kind of giving you guys a little tidbits here and there while we were getting everything in place, getting everything set up. But let's just officially declare it. My zone is here, baby. Oh, yeah. So you guys have probably seen Tyler posting. Uh, I think you posted one. Andrew posting. Uh, yeah, I posted to it. Two Melissa, so. Maddie posting them out there. A couple people in Leechburg got some belts to test out. So... We are officially up and running. Uh, my zone is here. My zone is going to be an awesome tool, primarily in our team training program, but it's available to anybody that can use. They, you know, they can use it off their phone as well. But uh, my zone is going to be a great tool to accurately, which we'll get into, but accurately monitor your heart rate as you're working out. You know, we'll talk more about it. But a lot of people have like watches or whatever Fitbits. More, you know, gauging your heart rate off your wrist is wildly inaccurate. Yeah. Um, the calorie numbers you get off that and stuff is wildly inaccurate. I've told the story before, you know, I had the wrist watch, you know, with the Garmin for all the running and I bought the heart rate strap that goes around your chest and the heart rates it was giving me were way, way different from what my wrist was giving me the whole time. So way, way different, way more accurate. So my zone allows you to track your heart rate as you're working out, it'll display on the TV that we have in the team training room. Um, everybody's name will be up there. And, and the, the best part about my zone is it doesn't just track your heart rate. It tracks your percentage of your max heart rate. So it's kind of uh, levels of playing field for everybody, you know, regardless of age or whatever. It's, it's not tracking just your absolute heart rate. It's tracking your, your effort, basically, you know, what percentage of your heart rate you're in keeps track of that. With that, there's different ranges where you get effort points. So the longer you stay in those different heart rate zones, the more effort points you get. Um, so it does track like your your max, it, it tracks your heart rate, it tracks your calories burned, but those can kind of be different based on age and, and fitness level and all that. So the effort is really what we're trying to track with this, uh, whether that be the percentage of heart rate uh, zone or the effort points that you're rewarded for every minute you're in a certain zone. So I don't know if you want to dive in on some of that and expand a little bit. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like, you know, touching back on the, the what you mentioned there with, you know, you were tracking everything through your Garmin for the longest time and it was just giving these very different uh, numbers and so forth. Um, you know, and then when you did get the heart rate monitor, like what was shown was very different, but became much more like understandable and clear and so forth. So I've done this once before where I talked about it, you know, I, I'm somebody, I've had an Apple watch for, I don't know, five years. Uh, I know you have your Garmin, like Rusty's got a Garmin, tons of people have Apple watches and Fitbits and things like that. Like they're awesome. You know, they, they, they help our lives out tremendously, help us keep track of things, help us, you know, just do daily things, uh, in you know, much better ways. 
But the problem with them is they're like an all-in-one uh, piece of technology. Um, so if you're buying one of these things specifically for like fitness or whatnot, you're not actually getting the most out of it. Uh, specifically if it is just, you know, running through your wrist and so forth. So the difference is in, in, in this case, you know, with, uh, fitness trackers as they're, they're noted within the science realm, um, on your wrist and whatnot, they're usually running through blood optical sensors. Um, so they're basically just tracking your blood as it pulses through the body, through the wrist and then bases your heart rate off of that. And, you know, off of the time at which it, it kind of goes through. Um, whereas heart rate straps or heart rate monitors that go around and are, you know, strapped to the sternum um, are going through very similar to a like EKG, um, where it's using electro or electronic signals to read the actual, uh, you know, heart beats and, and things like that. So it then gives you a much more accurate representation. And then from there, usually the chest strap has some form of transmitter that sends it to either the watch or in our case for the MyZone to the receiver that's up on the wall to help display it up on the TV. So with doing that, the EKG obviously, you know, method is going to give us much more uh, accurate based uh, measurements just because of how it's being done and how it is actually uh, tracking things. It's just less error, you know, within that, that realm, you know, EKGs are proven to be much more accurate with that stuff as opposed to blood optical sensors. Um, so with watches, with fitness, you know, uh, trackers, Fitbits, Apple watches, all of them, um, a lot of times they're just off. Uh, they're, they're not accurate. They usually have anywhere from like, I think it's like 15 to 30% error on them. Um, so like if your watch says you burned 300 calories, you probably didn't burn 300 calories. You actually probably only burned maybe uh, 220, 230. Uh, you know, if your watch says you had, you know, 15,000 steps, there's a chance that it might not actually be 15,000 steps. It might be a little bit less than that. Like th there's error within those types of things. Um, you know, so that's one of the reasons why like my zone is so cool is because now we're able to go through and really take a deep dive at looking at how people are training and train more appropriately within them. Because now we can, not only can we see, you know, what's being displayed in terms of the heart rate calories and things like that, you know, cause it'd be weird to just, you know, Ryan's in the middle of a workout and walk up and just like grab his arm to look at his watch you know, to try to figure it out. Like this gives us a sense of being able to see and, and much more accurately help people, um, you know, within this to train better. Uh, but it's also going to help other people realize like that they're, work harder. Yeah, they're, they're, leaving, they're, they're leaving some stuff on the table uh, in terms of what they can do and, and are capable of doing and, and helps push the potential of people uh, further. Yeah. So I think the really important thing to point out is like, okay, so these heart rate these chest straps, these, these my zone chest straps are way more accurate. Like who cares? So why that's important is your body functions differently at different heart rate percentages. It uses different things for energy at different percentages of your max heart rate. So a very low heart rate, you have like an aerobic threshold. So you have 
you know, your lower heart rate efforts, like if you're just walking on a treadmill or something like at a lower intensity, steady state cardio, like we've talked about before, like when you're working at a lower intensity, it's very, it's aerobic. So your body's using oxygen for energy. Um, and then once you get to a certain heart rate percentage, you know, that's when you start really burning body fat. That's when you start improving like cardiovascular health and strength of your heart and your cardiovascular system. So these different percentages of heart rates do different things. They benefit you in different ways. They have better outputs. Um, you burn more calories, you burn more body fat specifically at, at different ranges. So if the ranges are, if what you're tracking is very inaccurate, you know, you might think you're in a fat burning zone, but really you're not, or, or you might be training, or, you know, the whole recovery aspect and not overtraining and all that is a whole nother discussion with this oh, that God, we've talked yeah. about before, but just from a getting an effective, efficient workout, burning calories, burning body fat within a workout, which is what most people are trying to do with a cardio type of workout, making sure you're in the appropriate zone to be doing that. Cause a lot of people probably just aren't pushing themselves enough to even get to that zone and stay in that zone long enough to be able to burn a significant amount of calories. So that's really why the accuracy part is so important because if you're, if you're at 65% of your max heart rate, you know, what you get out of 65% versus 75% is very different. Oh yeah. You know, you're running on different fuel sources at that point, you're running on carbs and body fat versus oxygen or whatever it might be. So um, that stuff is very important to make sure you're working out in the appropriate zone for the intended benefit, or else you might be just doing a whole lot of work for nothing. You know, you might be, you know, you might be improving your aerobic fitness, but you're maybe not burning the calories and the body fat that you want to be burning. So the accuracy is important so that you make sure you're putting in the right effort. You're running in the right heart rate zone to get the, um, to get the outcome you want, you know, yeah. to, to burn the calories and burn the, burn the body fat and use the right fuel sources to do that. That's why accuracy is so important. It's not like, Oh, okay. So my wristwatch is inaccurate. So what? I just know it's probably, it's just a good guide, which like, yeah, it is a good guide. Like yeah. If your heart rate's going up, cool. But you got to make sure you're in the appropriate zone. Same thing. If you're running too hot and you're running 90% the whole time, then that's when recovery is going to be an issue. You know, it's going to be more anaerobic. It's going to be more muscle breakdown versus body fat being burned. It's very tough on your nervous system. So like today, we probably won't even dive into the, to the recovery and yeah. the overtraining aspect. Maybe next week we'll talk about that just because that's it's important. You know, this is a great way to track a lot of the things we've already been talking about on this podcast with managing your stress, managing your nervous system, your heart rate, heart rate variability in terms yeah. of recovery. Like that's, we could talk for three hours about that, which we just don't have time to do today. So no. um, really, we just want to kind of introduce it today, talk about its benefits, which is the accuracy and the ability to, you know, we can prescribe to you guys effort levels to shoot for. And then really what needs to happen, if you're under your heart rate zone where you need to be, we need to be using heavier weights. We need to be pushing the pace, working harder, working faster, getting more reps. Like there's different things that you can clearly control to get your heart rate into the appropriate yeah. zone, which is most important. So this goes back to, you know, a couple of episodes back when we, we laid out that blueprint for summer, you know, in terms of the workouts and then going into all the different variables that you can do. Like this is where all those variables can come into play now, because if we have accuracy within, uh, you know, the, the chest strap and showing where we're actually working at, we can now 
truly look and go, okay, so this is how much you're leaving on the table in terms of your potential. This is what we need to do. And then we're going to give you one of those variables and then you're going to go through and do it. And now you can actually physically see the difference happening because all you have to do is just look up at the TV. And then a, a, a study that I just found real quick, um, there was a study done by the American College of Cardiology where they tested. Well, it doesn't get any better than that. I know, right? Where they tested the difference between a chest strap and a wristwatch style tracker. The chest straps had a 99.6% accuracy. 99.6. In terms of uh, like just picking up the heart rate and so forth. And the wristwatches had a range. So the best one was 92%, which is the Apple Watch. Um, and some of them scored as low as 67% accuracy. That's a D. Like that. That's, that's a D. That's low. That's like really low. Uh, so like there is so much like variability within like how wristwatches track, you know, which is why like chest straps truly are like super helpful and super beneficial to just get exactly what we need. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I mean, if something's 67, 70%, 75% accurate, I mean, you could be thinking you're banging out this great workout where you're right in the fat burning zone and it's telling you you're burning 700 calories or whatever. And really, you're just not. Yeah. <laughs> like, so now you're like, you know, because then what happens, which is another whole discussion, is like, oh, I burned so many calories in my workout. Like, I'm going to go eat something. Like, it, it, it's, it's yeah, bad, and it's like a bad system to be in if it's inaccurate. There are so many variables that then can change like the accuracy of these things. So like with the wristwatches, sweating can change the accuracy. Um, you know, where it's positioned on your wrist can change the accuracy. Um, you know, skin pigmentation, you know, like that can change the accuracy of these things. So going through with the chest strap, you just have a much less likely chance of something really being thrown off and for some reason even if it is you're looking you're still within the 90 percent range in terms of the accuracy that you're getting out of this so it's just going to be way better fit you know to monitor these things and make sure that like we're doing what we should be doing and then going back to what you were saying like this is literally just looking at where we are are we putting enough effort into what we're doing and how can we change that? You know, if, if we've been monitoring, you know, via Apple watches and Fitbits and garments and all this stuff for a, a while, and we're leaving stuff on the table because it's, it, there's, there's error there. I mean, just imagine just following pure accuracy now, what that's then going to do to our physique, our weight loss goals, our fat loss goals, our muscle gain goals, like whatever it may be like, it's all about just training smarter. I mean, it, it's simply that like this is this whole thing is to be able to just train smarter and train better. That way, each and every person is getting more out of what they're doing. There's more intention to each movement then. Yeah, it's just taking it's just taking guesswork out of it. I mean, th this is scientifically proven stuff. Like if you are, are working out in this percentage of your max heart rate, you are going to burn body fat as fuel. Or whatever like it's just yep. proven so now we just need to make sure that we're doing that we're not just guessing so we've talked about it before with food like most people think they eat more protein than they actually do and think they eat less carbs than they actually do 
on the workout side, people just think they're working harder than they really are. You know, depending on your fitness level, you're, you know, the other scale people go by is like the, is the like rate of perceived effort or whatever. So people will generally perceive their effort to be higher than it actually is. So like you might think you're like working your ass off, you're in this fat burning zone or you're in this 70, 80% range of your max heart rate and you might not even be close. So now that we're able to track that, we can make sure that we're getting the most out of the workouts like Tyler was saying. And if we're not, we can see that and make an adjustment so that we're not just spinning our tires and not getting you know, the benefit that we're looking for. So if we're underneath that heart rate, like I said, we got to push harder and go faster. We got to pick up a heavier weight. That's going to get your heart rate up higher. And, and we can manage that and make sure that we're, you know, like I said, in those zones we need to be so that it's not just guessing like, Hey, yeah, I think that was a good workout. I think I burnt, you know, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm, I'm working hard and now we can actually see that. But like I said, it's, it's based off your rate of your max heart rate. The effort points are based off the time you spend in those, in those zones. So it's not like, you know, there is the nice thing about it in the team training environment is it does add a little bit of competitive element to it for the people that are interested in that. It's not like everybody has to be in there trying to be number one, you know, but if there is, it levels the playing field because now we're comparing how much time you're spending at 70% of your max heart rate versus how much time I'm spending at 70% of my max heart rate. It's not just judging off of what your heart rate is or how many calories you're burning because that's going to be different based on age or fitness level but percentage of max heart rate is even across the board uh, which is what the effort points go by so it allows you to kind of have a little competitive atmosphere which i love competition so like i would love that to be in there like i'm gonna beat this whatever you know i was gonna swear but i'm trying to clean it up so like getting in there like i'm gonna work hard I'm i'm gonna try to get more effort points and then everybody else in here, like it it's, gives you some extra juice to the workout, but it's, it's fair. It's not like you're comparing, you know, a 30 year old versus a 70 year old. Yeah. You're not just looking at their, at what their heart rate is or what their calories burned is. You're looking at their effort, uh, which is even across the board. So it does add that nice little extra element as well. Um, really probably one of my favorite things about my zone, once you have the my zone app, you set up your belt and everything is you're, you're able to, it serves almost like a social media feed. So you can have connections. You can basically have friends at your location, the staff here, we have them. So you can add friends and then you can see their workouts. You can throw them a thumbs up, tell them good job. You can comment on it and be like, man, you kicked ass on this workout. So it allows everybody to support each other a little bit more, which is what we're all about here. You know, that you guys have lived that. So, adds that extra element of encouragement, support, uh, sharing in the, in the struggle, sharing the effort and, and kind of being congratulated for it or cheered on for it. Um, there's also great ways that you guys have seen to post pictures with your stats on it, which is really cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, to slap some of those up in the members group for sure. So there's a lot of, a lot of great options with my zone. It's going to be really exciting. We're able to do challenges. So in June, we're going to do a challenge between Leechburg and Cheswick members, see who can earn more effort points. Mips. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be life or death. Cutthroat competition between two clubs. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's so many cool things for it. Like I'm, I'm definitely excited. The other thing, you know, I know that we're, we're going to have to, close up shop here in a few moments. Um, the one thing that I'm excited for 
with this is being able to much more accurately individualize things for people as necessary. Uh, you know, again, the, we, Ryan mentioned earlier, we'll, you know, we can dive into this stuff a little bit more uh, in maybe next week's episode in the realm of like recovery and things like that. But people don't realize how much stress and lack of sleep and poor eating and just long days and, and things like that truly affect like your heart rate. Uh, and we can see that in, in how people are uh, within doing this. You know, we can get a gauge of where your heart rate is typically sitting at on a day-to-day -day basis, where your R RHR is, your resting heart rate, and then how it changes. You know, um, if your heart rate is riding high one day, but you're hardly doing anything, you know, because we can physically see you exercising, but you're not doing much of anything and your heart rate is like skyrocketing, then obviously something's wrong. And, and we can then turn around and work with you on that and pull, pull the reins back a little bit, work on, you know, just taking it easy, watching the stress, doing all that kind of stuff. That way we can recover more efficiently and more appropriately, you know? So it gives us so many options with this stuff that's going to be really, really beneficial to helping people progress properly and not fall into that overtraining category uh, that so many people fall into. Yeah, the recovery aspect is gonna be huge. Um that prescription aspect. If somebody's coming, if somebody had an injury or they were just out of action for a couple of weeks and now it's their first workout back, we can, we'll be able to prescribe to them, hey, why don't you try to keep it more in that 60% range today, kind of easier. You know, we've said this to people before, hey, ease your way back into it, but this allows you to actually monitor that and make sure you are easing your way back into it. But yeah, like Tyler said, you'll, you'll notice like maybe one day you're dehydrated. You didn't drink enough water. Yeah. You get into the team room, you do 10 kettlebell swings and you're at 90% heart rate or something. Or we talked about it, that 20 mile run when it was hot outside. Oh my God. You know, heat affects your heart rate. Dehydration affects your heart rate. How much you've eaten that day can affect it. Yeah. You know, your sleep can affect it. So you might notice some days where you're not as fully recovered, where you're doing basically nothing and your heart rate is like through the roof, you know, and we're able to manage that or, some days you might be fresh, recovered, hydrated, and we can really push it on the workout side um, to get your heart rate into that zone. So a lot of great options, really great tool. It's really fun. Uh, bring another little element to the team training. It's going to be really cool. So yeah. Excited to, you know, I think we can, like I said, I think we can maybe next week really expand on the recovery side of it um, and monitoring your recovery with it. Uh, but today I just kind of wanted to introduce it to you, let you know it's here. Uh, we'll be rolling that out. We'll get you more information on how you can get your hands on one of these monitors um, and really get this thing rolling and, and you know have some fun with it. So great way to, to monitor, making sure your workouts are actually giving you the benefit you're looking for, making sure you're working at an appropriate effort level, uh, give you a little competitive element if you're looking for that. If that's something that kind of drives you, uh, you'll have that. But then, yeah, being able to manage recovery, manage stress, making sure you're not overdoing it is another important aspect. So a lot of great tools and social media functions with it are awesome, too. So oh, yeah. more to come. Stay tuned. Uh, you'll see more more and more about the uh, MyZone coming up. But uh, look forward to it. Any, any other MyZone thoughts for today so we don't overwhelm people about it? Uh, I, I no, not really. I mean, but basically it comes to this. Look, if you're looking for something to track your heart rate to better track your workouts, you know, smart watches and fitness trackers are great, but you should probably get a heart rate monitor of some sort.
Yeah, it was very eye-opening, like I said, with the running, because I was trying to shoot for a certain range, you know, to improve the aerobic fitness. And, like, when I was just going off my watch, it was, like, impossible to consistently, like, get into that range. And um, it makes a big difference. So, yeah, uh, excited to get everybody on board with that, have some fun with it going forward, and, uh, you know, get some people some better results is really what it's all about. You know, we're trying to get people really good results, try to get the most out of their workouts, and uh, this is just another way to ensure we're doing that. And if we're not doing it, then we can make adjustments to make sure that we are in the appropriate zones and stuff. So that's what it's all about. The, the fun and games is all on top of that. It really comes down to making sure we're getting getting the results we're, we're here for. So that's it. Stay tuned. We'll be we'll be putting out more information on how you can get a piece of the action and get in on the my zone. So looking forward to it this might be one of the shortest pods in quite some time but <laughs> quite, that's a, right. quite a long time we were busy putting up uh the final stuff for my zone so yeah putting up the receiver we had up the tv exciting stuff yeah we had, but, we, had, uh, we had some other things but we'll be back with some solid episodes again uh maybe we can finally get some other people back not in. That this wasn't a solid no episode. this is this I mean, is a this good one a, this is an action-packed episode yeah a lot of good stuff we got to bring rusty back on as well so yeah we'll get him in here but um, uh See you guys. Uh, see you guys next week. We got to run. Make sure you leave us a voice message or something. Do something. See you. See you next week.